I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the news du jour, a calmer space to consume the news. Happy Monday. I feel like today was the biggest day of news, and it's like none of it was like earth shattering, like the news story of today, but there were so many smaller stories I wanted to tell you guys about, and I'm going to say not even half of them made it into the issue or the episode. Um, And so tomorrow's episode is also going to be stacked. I can tell you that right now. Today's episode, totally stacked. Let's jump into it. But first, we're going to start with a whole bunch of reminders for this week. It's set to be a busy news week. Let's jump into that first. So first up, the second Republican debate is this Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Time. I will be watching for us and I will report back if you're not the type of person who likes to watch debates or even if you do, but you're like, what am I even looking at? What am I even seeing? I'll break down what I thought was significant and maybe it adds something to your interpretation. Maybe it doesn't. Um, Or if you're just, again, someone who does not want to tune into something like that, I will make sure that you don't miss anything. Also, as of now, Trump will not be participating in this second round of debates either. And then the second reminder, there are four. There are four, guys. But the second reminder is that the House Oversight Committee will begin its impeachment inquiry into President Biden this Thursday. So that is also major. That is also going on. Um, And then the deadline for Congress to find a way to compromise on a budget is this Saturday. So If they don't meet that deadline, the U.S. government will shut down. So (laughs) lots going on here. And then the last thing I wanted to tell you guys was just that I would appreciate it if you would share this episode with someone who needs to know about these news stories. Maybe they need those reminders we just had um, who may not know all of these things are going on. Please think about sharing it with somebody who, you know, is stressed out by the normal news, who doesn't have time to keep up with it, for whom this podcast would be a great fit. I appreciate absolutely everyone who shares this with someone they know and love or on social media where they reach more people. I just can't say thank you enough because that is how our show is growing organically. And I believe that there's tons more people out there who need a calmer space to consume the news and you guys are going to help me reach them. So thank you. And then to jump into the actual news for the day, we have three mini stories, and then we are going to go over a ton of different climate-related stories. There are so many, um, but they're all climate-centered, so I thought let's just knock all those out altogether. And then we have a very happy, feel-good story to end off on. Let's get into it. 
So first up, Drew Barrymore was dropped, you guys, from her duties as the Master of Ceremonies at the National Book Awards. This is directly, directly due to her involvement or lack thereof in the writer's strike. The National Book Awards decided to stand with writers and that meant dropping Drew. And speaking of the Hollywood writer strike as our second mini story, unions representing the writers have finally sat back down at the table with the production studios at this time and the bigwigs joined them. Executives are now taking time out of their busy schedules to actually address this issue. Finally, this is the fifth month of this strike and it looks like the writers are ready to really stand their ground and they have their heels dug in. And speaking of heels dug in, in case you were wondering, the auto workers strike did expand due to the fact that the production companies were not playing ball this past Friday. That was their threat. They said, you know, we're going to expand this strike if you guys don't start, you know, coming to the table more. And they made good on that threat. The strike now involves more plants and they are also threatening distribution centers as well. So stay tuned on these very important strikes. And now we'll head into our climate stories. So first and foremost, sweet Ophelia, or not so sweet, actually. This post-tropical cyclone, yes, that's a thing, has been hammering the D.C. area up through New York City, that sort of swath of the country. Essentially, the East Coast has been seeing heavy rainfall and could stand to see localized flash flooding, which can be very dangerous, especially in urban settings. As we know, when it floods in a place like New York, a lot of people live underground, so it can be incredibly dangerous. Rip currents, large waves, and rough water generally are also anticipated by weather experts basically into the beginning of the week, all throughout the East Coast due to this storm. Lots of people also lost power over the weekend in this area, but largely it's been restored. For our next climate story, China and the U.S. do not make the cut. So over at the U.N. General Assembly, guys, the main focus was obviously climate. It's the existential threat facing all of us. However, certain countries were called on to speak about this issue and basically lead the discussion, and certain ones were not. And this was not based on who leads the world in gross domestic product either. This was based on whether they are taking the climate crisis, quote unquote, seriously. And the U.S. and China did not meet that threshold. They did not make the cut. Yikes. And the U.S. and China, of course, are two of the world's biggest polluters. So we are obviously not the ones who should be looked to as leaders in this fight. We are causing the problem. We have a lot to do to turn things around. And it really comes back to companies like what our corporations and businesses are doing to our planet, not individuals. So if you're looking for ways to sort of stay more green. Obviously, there's things you can do in your household, but really look into where you're putting your money because at the end of the day, companies are motivated by their bottom line. And next up in climate-related news, I wanted to tell you guys about the potential for a climate core. 
So the White House seems to be gearing up to announce the start of something called the Climate Corps. And this would be akin to something like the Peace Corps or the New Deal's program Civilian Conservation Corps. Basically, this Climate Corps would train people ages 18 to 26, so young people, on how to help tackle climate change. They will also focus on recruiting young people who are living in poverty so as to help them find gainful employment afterwards and basically join the middle class. There would be several different categories of the Climate Corps, wind and solar production, disaster preparedness, and land conservation would be among those. These young people would then be paid $15 an hour plus benefits and having their ca- their housing covered during the time that they're part of the Climate Corps. This honestly sounds so amazing and would have been something I would have been really interested in as a young person. So I hope it becomes a reality. Next up in climate-related news, New Orleans water supply is threatened. So unfortunately, it appears that salt water has made its way into the Mississippi River. This river supplies water for New Orleans and surrounding areas, and thus this salt is threatening their supply. How could this happen, and what does it mean? Let's jump in. So a combination of climate-related phenomenon really contributed to this situation, extreme heat and low rainfall. Those two combined caused water levels in the Mississippi to plummet. When this happens, the current isn't strong enough to fight off the northward flowing water from the Gulf of Mexico. And thus, that salt water that's coming up from the Gulf makes its way into the Mississippi River. And this is what's known as saltwater intrusion. And when that salt gets into a water supply for a city... Even small amounts can cause pipes to erode, which basically leaks metals into the water supply as well, which would be a definite threat to human health and safety. It is estimated that the salt water could reach the city of New Orleans water supply as soon as October, which is right around the corner, according to the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, in conjunction with local Louisiana officials. The city has signed an emergency declaration in order to try to remedy the situation as soon as possible before it's too late. Human water supply being threatened in a myriad of different ways has been predicted by climate specialists for decades. And hand in hand with that story, the hottest August on record. So this summer overall was the hottest one on record. August was the planet's warmest August on record. June, July 2023 were also the hottest on record, according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. The earth warming at this rate causes so many problems. I cannot even begin to name them on here. Uh, There's not enough time, but suffice it to say, this is not good, you guys, and this is why organizations like the UN are making climate their main focus because we all have to get on board in order to be able to solve this very complex issue. 
And for our last climate-related story for the day, I wanted to issue a content warning. This story involves a deadly natural disaster. So I wanted to give you guys an update on Libya. In Libya, people are still suffering greatly. 43,000 people are now left homeless in the country. Hundreds of children, probably around 400, according to sources for The Guardian, have been left without parents. They're orphaned. And residents are in search of breastfeeding mothers to take care of the babies and feed the babies whose mothers have perished. One 62-year-old woman specifically has taken in 70 children. Protests have also erupted because people believe that their local governments are not doing enough to help everyone. Additionally, they're angry that infrastructure in Libya was not well maintained. If you guys remember, there were two important dams that broke during the storm. And had those dams not broken, hundreds or even thousands of people might still be alive. In Derna, one of the hardest hit cities, their mayor's home has been set on fire due to all of this. People there are angry and they're grieving with nowhere to go and nothing to do. Death toll estimates are still hovering around that 11,000 mark. So 11,000 people died. Many, many more missing though. About that same number, I think, is missing. And um, I've mentioned this before, but entire neighborhoods were washed out to sea, like all of the houses. So it is very likely that many of these people will not be found. But bear in mind that the political situation in Libya makes it very difficult to get accurate numbers. We went into that much more in depth earlier in the month. So if you would like more detail or backstory for this tragic disaster, you can scroll further down in our feed and listen to it from when it first happened. For our final story today, though, I think I'm going to go a bit over time. I apologize, but I have to tell you guys this one. We have to end off on a positive note after all the climate news. So they got him to the beehive, guys. This story really warmed my heart as a huge Beyonce fan. I'm not even a bit surprised at the quality of her fans. Basically, a young man with Beyonce tickets was eagerly boarding his flight to Seattle to see the Queen Bee perform. He had no doubt spent a pretty penny on those tickets, but once he got to the gate at the airport, his excitement was dashed. The airline said that they could not accommodate his electric wheelchair because it was four inches too tall. They proceeded to essentially kick him off the flight. They tried to get him on a different flight, but that flight would have gotten gotten him to Seattle too late for his concert, so there was no point. He was obviously heartbroken at this, and he took to social media and went into detail about what happened. But don't you worry, the Beehive got on it, you guys. They posted his story, tagging Beyonce and her management company over and over and over again to see who, if anyone, could help him. And it worked. Representatives from Beyonce's team got him tickets to her show in Arlington, Texas, and covered his transportation as well. And not only that, but he actually got to go and meet 
Queen Bee herself face to face. She was literally kneeling down, hugging him and looking him right in the eyes in a photo that he posted to Instagram. I think it's important to note, though, that when he did talk about the flight situation on his Instagram, he made it clear that he did not solely blame this airlines for what happened, but rather a society that has been built for abled bodies and not disabled ones. And boy, do I hear that. As someone who has faced discrimination in the workplace myself, as well as barriers to what I cannot can and cannot do due to a chronic illness. I 1000% feel this with him and it is so heartwarming to see how people rallied around him and I hope this story is something that helps to open people's eyes because that is the only way we start to evolve and that is the news du jour. Today I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, good health is not something we can buy and yet It is the world's greatest treasure. Good health is not something we can buy, and yet it is the world's greatest treasure. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us keep creating the news du jour as well as reach more people who need a calmer space to consume the news. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfree media. You can also follow us on social media at newsdujour.podcast on both Instagram and TikTok. You can follow my personal account at It's Annie Bowles on both those platforms as well. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup who has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.